Welcome to another edition of the Hangout Podcast. This is your host, Juan Hernandez. Today's show, I have my good friend and co-host back with me again, Mr. Randy Canales. Randy, welcome back to the show. Hey, what's up, man? Just picking up this uh, uh, thing. I think it's your cord. charger. No, you're good. You can leave Just it leave it floor. down there? All yeah. right. If your computer dies, oh, well. <laughs> I'm at 92%. I'm good. Okay. It'll last for, for a good while. So, man, it's great to be back in your office. Kind of made it into a little studio for the time being. Mm-hmm. It'd be nice to have something like this at home, man. This is just, you ever, t- <laughs> it's just the ideas I get are crazy. You yeah. should build something like this at your house. I don't know if you have enough r- space for it. I don't. I wish I, I wish I did. Uh, otherwise I would, I'd definitely be there instead of paying rent here. <laughs> yeah. How big is your backyard? It's not that big, is it? Uh, it's a decent size. It's not bad. It's like 5,000 square feet. Okay. I mean, uh, I mean, build something like this. You think? Oh, you mean like? Uh, yeah, something like actually just, build a, just a like whole this. room. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was thinking. You should build something like that. Yeah. Just call me up and say, "Hey, I'm over there digging." <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't even know where to start, man. Me neither. No idea. Me neither. It'd be nice though, just to have something like this in the back of your house. Yeah. Just I, so. I thought about that before, building something in the back, but I wouldn't like. I would. I wouldn't know where to start to do it on my own, so I would have to hire i guess people to do it for me oh i I can show you where to start <laughs> yeah i mean i just don't know how to like set a foundation and all that crap oh yeah yeah yeah. i don't know how to do that yeah stuff no i, I got connections i got connections. yeah <laughs> you know me i always do it, it'd be i've always thought about this man having building something like this when we get our own place mm-hmm. um and not even outside of the house maybe like connected to the house too yeah uh, if we don't have enough rooms to do what we want to do it's something I've thought about, man, because it's just, can you imagine having something like this at your house, like in the back of your house? Yeah. You could just have this and then maybe even, I guess, uh, how much room you got in here? This uh, is a pretty small room. It's pretty like, small, so. This is like 90 square maybe, feet. Let me it's see. Tiny. Like a closet. This uh, is the size of like a master closet in some bedrooms that I, or some houses that I look at. Yeah. Maybe you can, let's see. If you get rid, no, I'm trying to see if you get rid of anything back there. Mm. Uh, throwing it, no, even a couch would be too big for this. Yeah, I don't have no room for it. I wanted a couch in here, but I just there ain't no room for it. Yeah, so now just keep everything the way it is right now. Yeah, just kind of turn it into a little office slash studio where you can yeah. just be in all day and not go anywhere. Well, this kind of is a studio that we have it set up right now. I mean, this is the way we have with our mic stands and everything. That is true. We even have enough room to set up a camera, so maybe. Coming, yeah, you could easy, easily set up a camera in here. Coming soon. <laughs> you could uh, you could set up a camera right behind you to get a shot of me, and then put a camera right here in this corner to get a shot of you, and just switch in between uh, views, or whatever. Man, that'd be that's a that's a good idea. Yeah. And you got everything here. You can we can even get loaded in here. You have a little mini fridge. And, <laughs> but the only thing is that we drive home, so we yeah. do not recommend drinking yeah. and driving. Got a little. Drink I, I don't. Anyways, I've been clean for. Since January, so <laughs> nice, quote unquote clean. I call it being clean. So I mean, it's just a topic for another episode. Yeah, but yeah, it's just I've I've been thinking about something like this, and not even for like a studio, and then uh, also for to have gym equipment in. Yeah, maybe have another little room like that. Because I know if you take all this away, you can easily put a treadmill in here. Uh, what else? Put some weights. 
Yeah, but then I wouldn't have any room to actually get work done in here. <laughs> That's true. That is true. You yeah. could put a little weight rack back here. I know you still have space back there. Weight rack. Uh, yeah. Maybe throw in some little kettlebell, a kettlebell or two. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. You could do a lot. You could do a lot in here. You still have plenty of space, but then you don't want, you don't want to be too crammed in. Yeah. Because, you know, you have clients coming in. Yeah. Whatnot. Exactly. I can't have weights in here with my clients. Mm -mm. Maybe back there. Because you can't. <clears throat> I can't really. No, you can see. Cause, yeah. Yeah. Or maybe put them in. Put, put like a kettlebell in the drawer and pull it out. Like do, do a little <laughs> workout here and there. Like. <sighs> I don't know. Did you ever think you were going to have a setup like this? Uh, years ago? Maybe when you were like in high school? Oh, no. Definitely not. No? Yeah. I, I never thought about having an office or anything. Um not even like a few months ago, I never really thought about it. So, so I, uh, I hired a, a real estate coach, uh, earlier this year, like around February. And, uh, he's the one that kind of, um, inspired me, I guess, to think a little bit bigger and to expand my, uh, my level of thinking, I guess. Cause before I never really thought about having my own office. And, uh, now that I have a coach, a real estate coach, coach me on like growing my business, you know, it's really helped me, uh, it's really helped me basically take my business more more seriously so that's that's helped a lot just mindset wise but um it's good man i mean i, I like it it's, it's a lot easier to get work done here than it is at home it's kind of hard to stay focused when you're at home and you know you have distractions with the tv and you know, i have my dog and stuff and it's just too much too much distractions going on you know you could be in your in your house in your in your uh, shorts or whatever your pjs and you know you're just not you're not in that work mode you know, when you actually have to drive to an actual be somewhere. physical office and be somewhere and mm -hmm. you just feel like he's like okay i'm here to work i gotta get stuff done so yeah. you get you just you just become more more productive so. yeah and then you're at you're at home and your parents are there too so mm -hmm. something comes up you're doing that stuff now and yeah it's distractions too many distractions even so. at work i still get distractions <laughs> yeah i'm looking i'm over there looking at other stuff and i really should be putting documentation in there yeah it's just so easy but man it's just it's come it's come along fairly well i remember you posted a a video when you first came in here it was just empty yeah there wasn't anything in here i mean you're setting up your desk and then you're putting your printer i'm actually thinking again a printer like that one one of those brother printers they're good i like it uh this really one good this one only prints in black and white oh, oh, i really want to get a color one but the color ones are really expensive mm. printers are expensive man if you want like a good quality printer they're really expensive and then oh, the yeah. ink is like fuck it's oh crazy. dude can you imagine how much i've had to pay for ink in the past yeah jesus christ laser printers the ink does last longer like you don't have to replace it as much mm. but the actual cartridge itself is more expensive oh, so yeah i don't know it's come along come a long way man in the last couple months yeah it's come along fairly well you got your little set up here you got your monitor yeah you got your little computer um you could just watch movies here all day if you want yeah but it kind of defeats the purpose of having an office having an office and doing work you're <laughs> like oh work. well next thing you know you're looking at christy mag and it's like all right what whoa, are we whoa, doing whoa. here like what are we doing here we're not really working and yeah next thing you know you lose the office like oh lord yeah <laughs> yeah but yeah it's just, that's that's pretty nice man i know a lot of people and you you still have that. I don't know if you still if you're trying to follow it still or not. That oh, work schedule, schedule that, that you sent me a while back, and when I looked at it, I'm not gonna lie, I was a little overwhelmed. It it is yeah, it is overwhelming. <laughs> um, I haven't really been. I mean, I, I I try to follow it as much as I can, 
Uh, I, I definitely don't stick to it a hundred percent. I think it's kind of impossible really. I mean, it's hard, but, um, I'm still working on it. Like it's still a work in progress. It's, it's definitely having the schedule or having a, a schedule made is because um, you know I'm self-employed. I don't have anyone telling me mm-hmm. what to do and when to do it. Uh, having a schedule definitely helps you just kind of be more productive throughout the day. But um, no, I haven't followed it like a hundred percent. Like there's things that I'll skip every once in a while or whatever it might be. But at the end of the day, it still helps. It's better than not having anything at all. Um, can't just winging it on a day by day basis. Yeah, exactly. Just winging it day by yeah, day. I don't like that. I have my own little calendar where I, everything's already mapped out for the month, and I know what I'm doing. Nice. And of course, stuff comes up. Yeah. So I mean, you just try to stick to it as much as you can. I can only imagine if I actually stuck to the calendar to my schedule like a hundred percent, like how much more, how much more productive I would be. Like I would say I'm fair. I'm semi productive. I mean, I I have my times where I procrastinate a lot, but. Um, probably most of the time but all uh, the time <laughs> all the time all the time pretty much all the time but um but it's good it's, it's better to have it than, than to not have one at all um but i'm definitely working on trying to trying to stick to it a little bit more that way i get a little bit more stuff done throughout the days is it more is it more phone calls that you do or is it more paperwork that you're doing um um like what what does that consist as far as like in the in the line of real estate i know you're going out uh, doing open houses and sh- showings and doing closings. Is yeah. it just a little bit of everything that you're doing? It is. Yeah, it is a little bit of everything. Because um, I kind of take it similar to what I do too because I'm doing phone calls, I'm doing visits, yeah, uh, paperwork. I mean, now it's just mind-boggling now that the amount of that we're getting. Yeah. Drug testing and referrals and in the office, driving. Yeah. It can easily suck you in but is that more what you do what you've been doing yeah or my like my schedule <clears throat> um basically like my mornings i try to get most of my phone calls that i gotta get taken care of try to get it done in the, in the mornings um that's like my my prospecting time basically for me to like try to get new clients or find new clients um and then afternoons is kind of like just you know following up on any like stuff I need to catch up on, like any urgent stuff, like emails or um, phone calls that I got to do to other clients. And then um, my afternoons is where I have all my appointments set for. So like after, after two o'clock, I, so when I have my, if I have to go on any appointments to either go show a house or meet with a, a client that that's thinking about selling their house, then that's, that's all safe for the afternoon. But all my, all my phone calls and stuff like that, I try to get it done before lunchtime. Um, that way my, my afternoon or my, yeah, my afternoons are just for appointments. And if I want to take the rest of the day off, I can, because I already got all, all the critical stuff done, like in the morning, whatever. So. Kind, of, kind of similar to mine too. Yeah. I, I try to do most of the phone calls in the morning mm-hmm. and my visits, I, I'm usually at the office by one o'clock and I'm doing yeah. between one and three, I'm doing my visits. Yeah. And that's just the way I've stuck to it because it just works. It works for me. Yeah. And of course, there's times where I would have to go to a house like later in the evening, but I try not to do that because it's uh, realistically it's too dangerous for me. Oh yeah. And especially going into areas where you know stuff is. And I've been into some shady areas, man. Yeah. Never again. Never again. Especially if you don't let me carry a gun. Yeah. Or even a knife for that matter. Wink, wink. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's just I can't take that risk. The other day, I was I pulled up to these apartments off of Homestead. 
Oh, Lord, man, I'm pulling up to this kid's apartment, and outside I can see these uh, these people hanging out outside. Mm-hmm. I know damn well they're gang members. I mean, I look at the bandanas and all that, and I'm like, oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. So there, I mean, I got to walk out, and I, you know, and it's nothing against them. I just say, how you guys doing? And they're like, oh, hey, how's it going, blah, blah, blah. Knock yeah. on the door. and But, man, I'm walking into situations like that all the time. And yeah. they know who I am because they can see me from a mile away. They can see my badge. So they're yeah. like, oh, yeah, it's probably probation. So we're always the bad guy. Yeah. And just so happens they're outside. They're listening to my conversation. So I was like, all right. Hmm. But, yeah, man, it's just, I don't know. I, I don't recommend this job to anybody. Yeah. Not an easy job for sure. It's not. And that's where... I've learned to control my stress now. It was very overwhelming at times, but now it's, I think I have it under control now, mm-hmm. uh, but it's just, man, it's just, I can't imagine. I wonder what it would have been like if our roles had been reversed. If you had gone into my line of work and I would have done real <laughs> estate, that would that would be interesting. That would be really interesting. Hmm. Are we switched now? It'd be, I'd probably be like, nope, you can keep the real estate. And you'd probably be like, nope. I quit. <laughs> yep, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> it's just it's it's crazy, man. People ask me all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh yeah, you know it's such a good thing that you. Even Joey Diaz, dude. When I when we met him that time, the last time that he came. Yeah. And you know I told him, hey man, it's I've been a, you know I've listened to your podcast for a long time. Yeah. Really enjoy your comedy. I'm a probation officer for a while, and he was just like, man, that's you know props to you because you know that's a good thing that you're doing you know as, as shitty of a, a job as it may sound sound mm-hmm. like and as risky of a job as it may sound like um it really is good in a sense yeah that we're trying to help these youth out yeah and i say trying because like i was telling somebody else the other day we're getting them with all these problems already when you're f- between six, fifteen, and 17 you already have mental health issues Family issues, drug issues, mm-hmm. school issues, and you're pretty much asking us to fix you. That's impossible. Yeah, we can try to guide you in the right direction and get you the services that you need, but I can't predict whether or not you're gonna follow through with it or or not. It's just impossible. Yeah, I want to get your thought quickly on the whole. I don't think we've ever. I don't think we've actually ever discussed this on the podcast. Mm-hmm. As far as everything that, I, that I've talked to you about and as far as everything that you might already know about, just probation in general, juvenile. Uh, well, let's just say juvenile probation. Yeah. Because adult probation is different and I never worked in adult probation. Yeah. Um, I guess just juvenile probation, the laws and just everything. I mean, what's your kind of take on the way the system is set up now, based on what you know, um, when it comes to like kids and stuff. Yeah, as far as as far as maybe consequences, uh, the the f- things that they're being charged with, um, yeah, and just the the current generation and social media I and mean, all that, all those factors. <laughs> yeah, I always like to get people's takes on this. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I honestly don't know a whole lot about how the probation stuff works, to be honest, with mm. especially with kids. But uh, but what I do know is, like, just the way kids are being brought up nowadays and 
um, you know, there a lot of these kids, and I, I'm I'm pretty sure you could probably attest to this. A lot of these kids are being uh, brought up in fatherless homes. You know, it's, most of the time it's just they're raised by single mothers, and um, they have no male authority to kind of teach them, you know, proper things. And uh, I think that has a lot to do with it. You know, the lack of uh, of uh, men in the household where where they're growing up in. Um, probably has a lot to do with it. And even if they do have a father, you know, the father might be a, a druggie or, you know, some loser himself in and out of prison. So that doesn't give him, give the kid, a, the child a good influence to learn from. So um, at the end of the day, I think it all just comes down to, uh, you know, how, how are these kids being raised? Um, the household or, you know, are they growing up with, uh, you know, single parents or what, or, or whatnot? And do they have a, a, a positive real, uh, male role model? Uh, male role model um, in in the in the household that's kind of teaching them you know right from wrong kind of things, um, and that's basically it, man. I mean, that's probably the the biggest thing that's uh, affecting a lot of these kids. It's just just that not having a good because uh, my cell phone, not having good uh, positive role models in their in their house in their household. So, what do you think? It's uh, it's it's crazy, man. I've I've come up. And and I've only worked with the department for four years. Yeah. Going on five years next year. But in that amount of time, being able to move on up quickly, I've seen, I've been able to see a lot of different, see it from different angles. Started, starting all the way from the very bottom to them being locked up in detention. Yeah. That in itself is a whole, I mean, when I tell people, yeah, I used to work in a detention center, they're like, wow. Yeah. I couldn't, I'm like, yeah, I did it. So, like I said, never judge anybody just based on how they look or, because, dude, dude, man, when I tell you, I saw some shit there and, I mean, it was just, and I would do everything and anything. At, at times, I remember one time the toilet backed up and we had to, you know, all the stuff spilled out to the hallway. We had to mop that up and, you're driving kids to the hospital. You're driving them to their house. Mm-hmm. Um, riots happen. Man. Yeah. Um, and then you start dealing with parents out in, the, out in the field. Then you're dealing with the court. And just all this other stuff. My thoughts, my own personal thoughts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, granted, I still work for the county and all that. But as far as... When you ask me about the whole system in itself, it's been ass backwards for a very long time. Yeah. And they're trying to move away from it being too punitive. Where in reality, I've always gone back to saying, well, you're treating these kids like kids. These are not kids. These are criminals. Yeah. Because... Like I said, these kids, quote unquote kids, are out robbing people. They're out killing people. Uh, They're assaulting people. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it'll be a felony, you know, aggravated robbery or these kids have guns, man. Like you shouldn't have a gun at that age. Right. How old are you supposed to be to, to legally own a gun? It depends if you're purchasing a. If it's a handgun. Handgun is 21 years old. Um, if it's a. And if you want to carry it, of course, you need a license to yeah, carry. And, and if it's a shotgun. 
yeah, if it's a shotgun or a rifle, it's eighteen um, to own one. But you can't um, you can't you can't carry a handgun unless you're twenty one years of age and older to get the license. For get civil. your license. Uh, you know your um, well, it's not called concealed handgun license anymore in Texas. They changed it now. It's just called um, uh, license to carry. Mm. But um, yeah, you need to be twenty one to to have to have a, a handgun basically to own to own one and to carry one out in public. So if you're between fifteen and seventeen, there's no reason for you to have a gun. No. At all. Yeah. At all, unless you're going hunting with your buddies, or, or, not even not even that. Unless you're going hunting with your, you know, an older, yeah, guardian or parent, whatever. Um, it's okay if you're supervised. That's, yes, that's it. But there's no reason if you get pulled off. There's no reason for you to be driving. No, that's against the law. And get pulled over and have a gun on you if you're that age, because I've seen it. I've seen cases like that time and time again. Yeah. I would ask the kid, what the hell were you doing driving in the first place? Do you have a license? No. Right. Well, then why are you driving, dummy? Right. Second, why do you have a gun on you? Yeah. And it all goes back to all those factors you mentioned earlier. There's no father figure. There's no, really, there's nobody there to guide him. Right. Other than his fucking homies that he's ha- that he's hanging out with right. and they're obviously doing some dumb shit over there selling drugs or whatever it is that might be doing nowadays i really don't care for that yeah but it's just like i said they're trying to get away from the whole punitive angle but i mean some of these kids are getting away with murder yeah whether you whether people like this or not it's just the harsh reality of it yeah I believe that it's not strict enough to where these kids are actually learning their lesson. Maybe back in, in further years back, maybe it worked. Now people, and I know even people that I've worked with before, oh, well, boot camps don't work. And, oh, well, I feel bad for issuing this warrant for this kid on his birthday. I'm like, oh, that's that's where the problem is right there. Yeah. You feel sorry. I do have some empathy for these kids because I've seen them in fairly, fairly shitty situations. Mm-hmm. But there's just some that just, they're going to go out and do it again. Mm-hmm. And you really want somebody like that running around doing the stuff he's doing or she's doing? I don't right. think so. Yeah. No, I've seen kids cut off their ankle monitors days after they're issue to them <laughs> yeah can you believe that it's crazy so what makes you think it's gonna it's not gonna stop them it's not gonna de- deter them from from doing wrong i mean it's just i know it might it might have i don't know if that answered that question or not about what i what i think but i just don't think it's the system's not it's too lax yeah we're too we're too much of a slap on the hand on on these kids. A slap on the wrist, however they say. Yeah, yeah. And we'll just give them another chance. Okay, so you're gonna let this kid keep messing up. He turns eighteen. He still messes up. Now he's in jail. Yeah. I mean, what's what's it gonna take? Either that, or he's dead, or she's dead. Yeah. I'm. Not, I. It, it's a struggle that we deal with on a daily basis. And we just don't know what the day's gonna bring to us. 
I've had calls where, oh, my, the cops are looking for my kid or uh, he ran off and I don't know where he is. Can you imagine yeah. that? I don't know. Where, you know where your kid is? Yeah. It's crazy, dude. It's just, yeah, man, that's the line of work I, I, I decided to go into. <laughs> I originally, originally wanted to be a cop. Kind of glad I didn't do that. Yeah. That's, um, I have high respect for police officers and I'm really glad that there's people out there that are willing to put their life on the line to keep us safe. Cause I saw a video yesterday that knocked my socks off completely. I don't know if you saw it, man. It was on Twitter. Mm-mm. There was a guy holding a knife and he was lurching, lunging towards the cops mm. and the cops are yelling at him screaming you know they have their guns drawn and everything and yeah um it was just they shot the guy about seven times the guy was still going wow yeah he must have been on something yeah ultimately i guess they ended up it was, it's a fairly graphic video uh, it came up on my twitter timeline mm-hmm. um let me see if i can find it real quick yeah yeah, I've seen a lot of crazy videos like that, man. Beheadings and all? I mean, <laughs> what? <laughs> Beheadings. <laughs> no. Um, let me see. Man, it sure is getting hot in here. It really is, huh? No air conditioning on in here. In this office, it sucks on the weekend. That's uh, the Hangout podcast for you. <laughs> Here's a... It was posted on Twitter. came across my timeline... Uh, let's see if you, if you can see it right here. But you can go ahead and click play on that. Yeah. You, you guys might be able to hear it or not, but. Usually when I do this, I just kind of put it up to the mic. <laughs> okay. That way you can hear it. People think I pull it up on the computer. I gave my secrets away already. <laughs> so it's a guy holding a knife. I think his face is blurred. There's like two cops uh, trying to apprehend him. Trying to talk him down. Mm-hmm. See when this guy gets shot. It's like right. It's, it's like right. He, he runs up to, to to the one cop. Oh, I think I see it here. Let's see. Yeah, he unloads on that guy. You see, he's he's still walking. Yeah. Pretty, that part right there. 
I have a problem with that ending. That's insane. With the where the guy goes behind the cop. Yeah. And I'm not a cop. But I mean, when if it's at that point where the guy's coming up behind you, mm-hmm. that shouldn't be happening. Yeah, no, that shouldn't happen. That shouldn't be happening. Because now you're you're getting into a situation where he's yelling, he's going for my gun. That shouldn't be happening. Right. And like I said, I'm not a cop, but man, that's just, that should not be happening. That's scary, man. Yeah. That's why I say I have a lot of respect for these guys, but especially you have two cops on the scene. Yeah. They have multiple cops on the scene. Like and and of, of course, the last thing you want to do is kill somebody when you're a cop. Yeah. But when your life is in danger... Got no choice. I mean, you have no choice. Yeah. And so I can see the resistance, you know, because there's going to be a lot of questions asked. Yeah. I'm sure there's a lot of questions asked when you shoot somebody and kill somebody. Yeah. Especially if you're a police officer, you have to be justified in that. But that, and like I said, I don't know what the guy was on. He must have been on something. Yeah. Because they shot him like seven times around this, the torso area and it's like nothing. Yeah. So... I'm assuming the other police officer just took a clean shot to the head and just that's all she wrote. Yeah. And it's, it's, it, that's the kind of stuff that's stopped me from being a cop. They should have shot him in the head the very first time. <laughs> the first bullet. Honestly, because. I know you can't because you're a cop, but. Yeah, but I mean. And I know it's very controversial to bring all this up, but I mean, those, you know, it's only, there's only one, what what did my dad say? Mm-hmm. Guns are, were only made for one thing and one thing only. Mm-hmm. And that was to kill. Yeah. I mean, that's really what it is for, right? Yeah. So, and like I said, it might sound controversial to some, but that is the reality, isn't it? People? Yeah. Hashtag, uh, what's the hashtag? <laughs> <laughs> hashtag gun control oh yeah control. and look i'm not a gun owner i love guns i'm not a gun owner yet um but it's just it's just the reality man that's just the world we live in we people get so gung-ho on this whole oh let's get rid of all the guns and uh more gun control and gun-free safe zones and look man at the end of the day there's always going to be some shit people out there that have no remorse for anything and are going to go do out whatever they're doing. Yeah. These school shootings, man, it's not, you, you can't, you can't stop this, man. Yeah. You can't, I mean, it's just, you can't get rid of all these guns. Yeah. Look at all the guns in the black market. There's just too many out there. Yeah. I'm telling you, man, these kids getting caught with guns. Why do you have a gun? Yeah. Where did you get it from? You certainly didn't go to academy to buy it. Right. Legally like you should. Right. Or a gun show. Even then legally like you should. Right. So I was like. Yeah, you can't stop it. No. The only way to stop it is like they say. The only way to stop a bad guy with a gun is have a good guy with a gun. I mean, that's just a. Just reality. Reality. And that's just the world we live in. You just have to keep your eyes peeled at all times. You just never know. Even somebody with a knife. Yeah. You have to keep your eyes peeled because you never know what's going to happen. 
At least whatever you have in your hand, you can throw it at him and try to run. Don't just stand there and try to fight him. Of course, if you have a gun, I'm not saying go ahead and shoot the guy, but, you know, you can probably go toe-to-toe with him. <laughs> Never bring a knife to a gunfight, like they say. <laughs> yeah. But that whole that whole gun issue, man, it's just... And it's all around juveniles and adults. It's not... You, you're not going to stop it. You're not going to stop it. Yeah. So, I know people get so... People get so emotional and oh, uh, uh, and I'm gonna vote for Beta because whatever, <laughs> and, and oh, we're gonna take all the guns away and oh, okay, so let's say we don't have guns, so the bad guys are the only ones that have guns. Yeah. Where does that leave us? Yeah, defenseless. We're gonna have baseball bats. <laughs> <laughs> can't beat a can't beat a bullet with a baseball bat. <laughs> this ain't a video game. What are you talking about? Yeah. But yeah, that's just another topic, another discussion for another episode. But um, it's just kind of freeform episode for this one. It's kind of delving into the whole probation side of things. And uh, on a future episode, I love to talk more about my days as a detention officer. Man, I yeah. got some stories for for days. Man, those little riots that happened Damn back shit. there, dude. Damn, <laughs> riots. Those were crazy. Those were crazy. Luckily, nobody got hurt. Hmm. Fortunately, nobody got hurt. Yeah. Um. I it, it's so weird that I look back now. I was never in the army, but that's sort of like going to war, dude. Yeah. Because we, it's like we get some sort of, some sort of PTSD in some form of it. Yeah. Because you're in 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 the trenches for so long. Now I'm comparing it to being in the army. What an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna get hate for this. Yeah, but it is, dude. You're locked in there, eight hours a day, five days a week. Yeah, you're just, you're spending very minimal time at home, and you're just seeing everything that happened. You learn. I learned a lot of stuff, man. I learned a lot of stuff, and I got very wise to a lot of stuff too. Mm. A lot of these kids like to hide shit. Yeah, and I'd be like, man, you think you're slick. But I'm ten times slicker. Trust me. Mm-hmm. Man, one time I found this little makeshift tattoo gun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I I got into this thing where I would search uh, the dorm an hour before I came in. Yeah. I'd go run through all their lockers and all their bunks, and I knew where where they hid the stuff because they would hide it. They would actually open up the mattresses and hide the stuff in there in the mattress. Yeah. Like inside all where all the cotton's at and everything. Yeah. Oh man, that I find I found some tattoo guns. What the fuck? I found a pipe one time. Uh, I would find pens, pencils, markers. Mm. I'll take all that shit away. Deck of, decks of cards. Mm. And when they would come into the dorm, and I would see that I pretend like I wasn't looking. I'd be looking at the corner of my eye. I would see them panicking like yeah. oh, shit. And I'd be like, "What you looking for?" <laughs> <laughs> oh no, nothing. I'm like, "Hey man." Do a better job next time at hiding your shit. And I would just leave it at that. <laughs> yeah. They knew that I would take it. But yeah. I think you're slick, but I'm slicker. That's funny, man. So, yeah, I I, I kind of, I had I had fun doing all that stuff. It was just uh, trying to get these kids to understand, like, dude, stop trying to finesse. Yeah. Because I'm the ultimate finesser. <laughs> <laughs> but, man, this was fun. Certainly a lot of fun. Like I said, a lot more uh, discussion to come for the future episodes. So if you guys want to check out this 
podcast online, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, and YouTube. I know I get people wa- listening out there. Probably a video component might come sooner than expected. So I've only tried out the Facebook Live thing. That's worked out okay. It's been very limiting at times. Yeah. I know with this new video thing, it might be a lot of work. I know you recently did a couple videos. <sighs> Dude, it's a lot of work, yeah. <laughs> they were like, you know what? I can't keep doing this. <laughs> no, it's... I did like two episodes, or I recorded like a, like a forty-five, like forty-five minutes or an hour worth of uh, content, mm. just just raw content, and I only did, only made like two videos out of it. And I wanted to do more, and I just kind of gave up on it, man. It's a lot, of, it's a lot of work. It is it's a lot of editing. Yeah, unless that's your day job thing, then yeah, it's just like if it's a hobby, man, that's a lot of work. It is a lot of work, man. But thanks again, guys, for tuning in. Thanks again, Randy, for coming on the show and sharing your thoughts cool along with this discussion so thanks again for tuning in we'll see you next time peace